You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. One university educator says we're losing a lot when we don't take the time to savor every word. He's Thomas Newkirk, an English professor at the University of New Hampshire. Are Americans really treating the written word like fast food, something to be grabbed and digested on the run? Is that really what's happening? I think so. I mean, a lot of the reading that we do on the Internet is really just casting into a website for information, jumping from website to website. And by some accounts, we're only reading maybe 18% of the words on a web page. So I think we all do that kind of reading, but I don't think that's the most satisfying kind of reading. So it's not just reading, but I guess it would be comprehension as well as getting the deep meaning behind the words. Absolutely. I think to, to comprehend and really to think about something, you have to slow down. You have to note things and pause to reflect on them. And I actually think that if you're reading at that speed, just jumping from site to site, all you're doing is reinforcing a lot of the beliefs that you already have. So I think some of the dogmatism that's coming out now is, comes from that kind of reading. People have been encouraged, it seems, through culture to read faster, and it's actually considered a positive trait to be able to read things quickly. So you're kind of going against the grain with this recommendation. Yeah, absolutely. I think even the terms like fast, like somebody's quick, you're almost saying they're smart, or somebody's slow, you're saying they're stupid. And I think that's something we need to examine. Like on the SAT test, I've had students, really great students, talk about how hard it is to finish. Their scores are lowered because they're deliberate, thoughtful people. So I think it's really perverse to penalize thoughtful reading. It seemed like in the past, you read about this, people would memorize poems or they'd memorize readings. Is that done anymore? It seems sort of archaic now, but I guess that would be one way to really get the meaning of something. Well, I think it's coming back. I mean, there are programs like Poetry Out Loud where students memorize and perform. And I think memorization is going to make a comeback. When you memorize something, it becomes really a part of you. And I think sometimes people thought, well, memorization is why do it at all when you can have the text. But I think if you memorize it, learn it by heart, it comes back to you and you hold on to it for a long, long time. My mother, who is 92, could still remember word for word the Heidelberg Catechism she learned when she was 13. So eight wow. years later, it was still there. That's impressive. Professor, when we watch television, we see things flash on the screen for very brief moments of time. So if you're not reading fast, you're going to miss those things. Is that something the media almost encourages us to do, to read fast? Well, I think that we do need to read fast at those points. So I'm not really against that kind of reading. But if that's what you see so often, the quick flicking around on the Internet, I think what happens is you lose the ability to concentrate. I've had students, one student who talked about when he's even reading a book, he'll come to a word and he says, it acts like a hyperlink. His mind is off somewhere else and he's lost track of the reading. So I think that it works against our capacity to concentrate. That's a loss. I would assume that sort of hyperlink thing that that student's talking about is a result of spending a lot of time on the web, and you get into that ability where you can just jump from one thing to another instantly and go in a different direction. And it's like you're always going sideways. You're always going link to link to link and not following a train of thought. It's good when you're casting for information, trying to get information from an article to do that, but to lose the capacity to follow a line of thought or a narrative that takes some time and attention... I think that's a terrific loss if we are losing it, and I think that some of my students say they are. Professor, any advice for parents for other ways to help their children slow down and savor the words they read? 
reading aloud to your kids and reading aloud as long as they'll allow you to. Normally, we start getting embarrassing to our kids when they're 11 and 12 or 13. So there may be a point where that stops. But to keep that going as long as you can. And I think just to keep kids reading in around middle school is to find books that they like and to spend some time in bookstores and really just know your kids and find books that they can connect with and not to give up because I think what happens is a lot of kids give up on reading around middle school. The studies show that kids actually read more after school when they're in elementary school than they do when they're in middle and high school. And I think that's the big story about reading is that people stop reading around this time and reading declines. And then I think often when students go into high school, they just don't have the stamina to read the longer books that they're being asked to read. So I think that it's a really critical problem. Thomas Newkirk, English professor at the University of New Hampshire. We want to thank you for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you, Chris. That's it for another edition of InfoTrack a weekly production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. If you'd like to learn more about our guests or topics, or listen to past shows, our web address is infotrackradio.com. That's infotrackradio.com. InfoTrack Internet services are provided by Pear.com. Thanks to this week's contributor, Roy Mackey. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting inviting you to join us next week for another edition of InfoTrack.